Here we are. Welcome to High School Musical. This is Sharpay Evans and Ryan. Ryan Evans. I am We're, not wearing a uh, a bright fedora. A fedora. Because I'm wearing blue sequins. <laughs> I'm wearing a co- long sleeve collared shirt, tucked yes, into tucked black in. trousers. Oh yes. And a like pinstripe fedora. Pinstripe fedora. I have and a blue sequins dress on. I'm doing a lot on. of hip popping. Oh. <laughs> and bopping to the top. <laughs> I have a big pink flower behind my ear. I'm yes. like, Troy, <laughs> I'm in love with you. And there's a lot of like drama. Yes. A lot of like, Just I don't understand you, like high school. Who? Oh my God. Feelings. I like have angst, but I need to sing in the theater. The theater. Well, this is No Apologies the Podcast. Not High School Musical. I bet you were confused. Yeah, were you confused just then? I'm so sorry. I bet you thought you pressed play on the wrong podcast. Well, you didn't. You're here. You you're, need to stop listening to that High School Musical Rewind podcast. Come on, guys. If we're 20 years old. That would be a little bit strange, but I bet it exists. I bet it does. Well, oh my God. This is sidetrack corner okay. there's an american girl doll podcast now and historians read american girl doll stories and analyze them <laughs> um as if they are talking about history as if it is real life history and the american girl is alive i've never listened to the podcast i was just reading oh. about it on the new york times <laughs> you know what what i've heard it before i will repeat it yes there's a podcast for everything there's a podcast for everything. And for some reason, you guys... Like this one. ...decided to listen to us. Welcome. Welcome. I'm Hannah. And I'm Andrew. And this is No Apologies Podcast. Yeah, we're coming to you not live from <laughs> Studio 306E. We hope you have had a great week. A great week. Um, whether you're listening this to end your week, you're listening to this to start your week. We're here listening to this in the middle of the week. Yeah, you know what? It doesn't matter. You can listen to it whenever. That's the great thing about podcasts. Yes, it, it really is a great thing. <laughs> Let's you explain can... to them what a podcast is. Okay, guys. so a podcast <laughs> in simple terms is in when... In layman terms. Yeah. <laughs> We record our own conversation. Right. That really isn't that interesting. No, it's really, it's not about anything. And then we think. It's really, really interesting. And then we think, what if we. Share this with all Share this with everyone else. Everyone. And they can just listen to it on their own time. On their own time. They can listen to us whenever they feel they want to. And it won't offend us if they don't. But it will. Because when you tell me you don't listen to my podcast. Because I'm going to download some technology that can tell me which friends listen and don't listen exactly i just made that up it's but it, not, i'm sure so it exists fake. somewhere <laughs> i'm sure it exists somewhere and i'm gonna start asking like quiz questions to my oh, friends I like it. to see if they are listening oh my god can we do like a reading summary of the podcast <laughs> i'll be like okay what's the name of our studio because if you listen you'll know you'll know you'll know if you listen and they're just like studio studio, studio library a library studio they just get the e wrong and i'm they like no e. you're out I called on the phone yesterday to reserve the studio because I couldn't get the internet to work. Yes. And I was like, hello. And the guy was like, hello. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I need to reserve a room. And he's like, do you have a preference? And I was like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Did I have you a say preference. Studio 306 Eat or did you say Room 306? I was like, stu- I mean Room 306 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's how it goes. I think the highlight reel, though, was today. The same lady works every Wednesday yeah, the at 10 same, noon. Yeah, and she's very nice. Very nice. She, she knows us. She knows us. She was talking to someone else, and we got helped by the new girl. The new girl. And we're not friends with. Not yet. No. And we were we were talking to the new girl, and that lady, or she's our age. I don't know. Yeah, that lady. lady. And she looks over, and she's like, 
are you guys coming every week? Is this going to be an every week thing? And we're like, like, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So we're friends now? Right. I think that when we drop off the keys, we should be like, you should take a listen to our podcast that we record in Studio 360. I mean, I've been saying this. I will say it once more. There's a podcast for everything. There's a podcast for everything, but we should make business cards. I think think it would be a great option. Oh my God. How much do business cards cost? I'm writing it down in the idea notebook. I don't know how much business cards cost, but it would depend on, like, color or font. I I just want to print out some business cards. You know, my uh, student loan money is coming in because I'm taking it out every month now. So maybe I think this is a school expense. I think so. And all it needs to say is... Listen up with an exclamation point. I love that. And then the name of our podcast. No apologies to podcast. And then on the back, it's like our names in Studio 306E, Mondays 10 to noon. <laughs> no, no, don't tell them where I don't want people You're to good. come. I messed it up, so don't they people... don't know when we're doing this. Oh, good. I gave the wrong day. <laughs> Aha, yeah. We don't... Everyone, come on Monday. <laughs> yeah, come on There's Monday. Like no you won't here. see us here. We're uh, invisible on Mondays. Yeah. Uh, uh, how are you? I'm good. I'm like having a great week. You seem like you're I'm, in such a great I'm mood. I'm like, I really, I feel really rejuvenated. You're like, you're like making me have a, be in a good mood because I had a test at 8 a.m. this morning. I know. Can we just, let's like do bad news corner and talk okay. about the bad news bears test that you had to take. So I had to take a test on soil and crop science, also known as agronomy for all of you people that don't know that. And yes, it was a big bummer, but I got through it. I studied a lot for it. And when I say a lot, a substantial amount. A substantial amount. amount. Right. A, a, a good amount that you still are having yeah. a, a life outside of school. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I will say that I I didn't get a perfect score. Okay. But I think I got a decent score. I think you got a perfect score in your heart. <gasps> Thank you, Hannah. And in my heart. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, Can you we... know, I, I'm not shooting for 100% in this. 100% are for high school when it was it, easy. Yes. <laughs> when you thought you cared about When you that. thought you cared and then realized you didn't. And then you come to college and you get a D in chemistry and you're like, oh, crap. That passed. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's not that bad. <laughs> Same thing, but it was mine was uh, poli- political science, uh, global politics. Mine was Kim 163. Ooh, Kim 163 is hard. Can I ask you a really quick myth-busting question about soil professors? Uh-huh. I, I'm sure. So, I don't know if you've heard, but word on the street is that the, like, doctorate or the professors of the soil sciences, in order to figure <laughs> out what type of soil it is, they'll just eat it <laughs> like do you test it in your mouth to- so i think <laughs> what you're talking about might be like to figure out like the texture to like figure out if it's sandy soil if it's oh, loamy loamy soil yes. or if it's silty and so they're probably doing that because that's an easy way for them to find the texture is it really creamy and they smooth? put it on their tongue <laughs> is it really gritty is it really smooth or is it like kind of like a mixture I don't want dirt on my tongue. I don't think many people do that. I, I think that's seen. like my number one job that I don't want to have. Person who puts dirt on tongue. Person who eats dirt. <laughs> that's a good goal, Hannah. I feel like maybe you would be able to tell if it was loamy or silty just from having it in your hand. That's what most <laughs> scientists do. Like you, you put water in your hand and you put the soil in your hand and you break it up. And, and then you decide. Now who told you this? Well, let me tell you. I was at... <laughs> Myth busted. Let's just say it first, right? This is a myth busting section of the, of podcast. the podcast. I have a big stamp in my hand that says myth busted, busted with a big check mark on it. And I just went. 
<laughs> and stamped my busted. We stamped it busted. Yeah. Done. Uh, well, I was uh, I was among friends yesterday at an establishment um, in Minneapolis. Did this establishment have alcohol? This establishment had not only alcohol but also ramen. Really? It was good. I had sake for the first time. Not uh, to be distracted from. <laughs> Who was asking me that? But it was a group of friends, and uh, for some reason we were talking about... First we were talking about tree identification and how sometimes they were like, do you lick a tree to figure out if it is? And I was like, not usually. And then someone was like, well, the soil people just eat handfuls of soil. And I was like, that sounds fake. (laughs) That is fake. Myth busted. But I was like, I'll preface that though, with forestry, if you're doing wood identification, you can lick it. You can lick it, but the licking is mostly for the scent of the wood. It's oh, not for the it's taste. It's not for the taste. Well, I never took the class. There's a few woods that have like a bitter taste, but usually it's not for the taste. It's to get the wood wet because oh. when the wood's wet, it smells and it puts <gasps> off a knew? scent. And the scent is how you can identify a lot of species. Wow. Certain species have a really pungent smell or a really like bitter or like a really sweet <laughs> smell, and so you can tell the difference. You can tell the difference. That, yeah. So let's say myth busted. They do not lick it for taste. They lick it for smell. I myth busted. <laughs> myth busted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I was uh, I was up in Minneapolis yesterday because my friend Devin, um, who designed our mm, artwork mm-hmm. for our podcast yes. thing. Um, she is looking to get a job up in Minneapolis and had a job interview and she was like, I need a road trip, buddy. And I was like, well, I don't want to go to class. So I might as well drive to Minneapolis. Yeah. So we like drove up to the city and we had our little like city day. She had her little interview and I sat in the Starbucks and I like worked on my homework. No, I should have known that you were in Minneapolis because I would have told you to go to a specific coffee shop. Oh no, which one? I I really can't think of the name of it because, but it's so cool. It's like. All glass Ooh. and like super fancy. I love it. And um, I will figure this out for you. Well, let me tell you, I was, yeah, I was up there and we were touring apartments and stuff too because she's looking to move. And I, I'm, Minneapolis has basically sold itself to me. I'm ready to move up there. It's, it's you know what? It's a nice area it's for the nice most part. It's a nice area <laughs> and it's like not super, like it's not super, it's, you still get the city, but it's not condensed. And he has the name of the thing. It's Spy House Coffee. Spy House Coffee. It's so cool and it's like, I, I don't know, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and I like, you sit down <gasps> at the place and oh, like. Oh, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty, but also the people that work there. They talk to you. Like, they have conversations I with love that. When I'm you're like, ordering. I only want to go talk to random people. That's my only thing When I you're ordering, do. they go like, how's your day? Oh, my goodness. And I would, say, I would love to talk about my day to someone. Gosh, they should sponsor us. They should sponsor us. I'm putting some of these pictures on our Instagram for the episode because it is adorable. Well... Yeah, so I guess, you know, Minneapolis I mean, just keeps getting better. So Minneapolis is a pretty decent area. I'm going I'm, on the job search board and location I'm putting in Minneapolis. Have you ever been to the Mall of America? <laughs> yeah, Drew, don't even get me started on the Mall of America. <laughs> I hate the Mall of America. Oh, can I tell a fun story? I want to hear all of your Mall of America stories. Okay, well, I have lots of them. Okay, but so let's my do like family, top three. No. Yeah, top I'll do the top one. Okay. So my family... Um, has always goes up to Minnesota for vacation. Okay, I've that's like I've talked to you like about this before. Right. Like, we go up north, like, north of Minneapolis yeah. to fish and be at the cabin. Which is so nice. Yes. 
But sometimes we always pick like a side trip or side attraction on our way up. Right, to make the drive easier. my family's easier. from Illinois yeah. in Indiana. Yeah, what? That's like seven hours, isn't it? It's like 12. Oh, God, too so much. So we find either a place in like Wisconsin yeah. or Iowa or Minnesota to stop. Iowa doesn't have that many attractions. No, sorry, guys. We all know this. We know it. It doesn't need to be said. We're going to put it in our back pocket and pretend yes. like we forgot about it. Yes. Because <laughs> let's be honest, stopping in Des Moines really isn't that really fun. Really not that fun. Really not that cool. <laughs> Um, and so we've gone to the Mall of America like two or three times, okay. I think, out of my 22 years of life. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, and I, I'd say twice. <laughs> once when I was really little and <laughs> once when I was like 12. So you've okay? been to Mall of America twice. You're like, as far as percentage of years, I can't do math. Just kidding. I was going to do a bit, but I wasn't fast enough. Well, that's okay. What do you do? I think, <laughs> I, maybe I've been there more, but I remember distinctly twice for this vacation. Okay. So, so we went on this vacation. So the, the, the story I'm going to tell yes. is that um, when I was little, we mm-hmm. went to the Mall of America and I ended up going to Build-A-Bear and we got a, I got a monkey named George, George. and he was my best friend. Like, but curious also George. yes, but also on that trip. Did you trip, wear a big yellow hat? Did you wear no, a big yellow hat? I don't really know. <laughs> anyway, um, also on that trip. <laughs> also on that trip, my entire family got ill. Oh no! But curious George. <laughs> this is what is confusing to me. My family decided to eat at Hooters. Oh, that's interesting. Which, How young were you? <laughs> which is what's so bizarre about this story. But they all are convinced. That we got ill because of eating at Hooters. Oh, okay. And everyone got this, like, like bad flu. Oh, no, like stomach and flu. And I got it at the Mall of America. Oh, no. Like, it you hit me it. right away. That's awful. And so everyone got sick, and then we didn't go back to the Mall of America for, no. like, 15 years. You were like, because, we're done with the Mall of America. Yeah. Bad blood. Because, and my mom still to this day won't go to a Hooters because she blames... The diseases there, and I I don't like what that suggests. I think it was just a flu that was going around at the time. But your mom's like, never again. I'm I, never going to Hooters. This is a better... You know, but can you blame her? No! Not a million years. <laughs> I wouldn't go to a Hooters. Everyone got like a... like disturbing flu Ooh. on vacation it was yeah. a stomach flu too which that's is that's awful so and it was so, like maybe it was food poisoning i i don't know who knows anyway uh, anyways that was my that's awful yeah that's not a fun mall of america no. experience i have to say like my favorite part of mall of america now would probably be like the nickelodeon stuff that they have there. i do enjoy that yeah. yeah i love spongebob i got a big spongebob shirt when i was there last time I with my cousin it. yes yeah. it's great but I always liked Mall of America, one, because they had the Build-A-Bear, and yeah. two, because they had the American Girl doll store. Yes. I was very into them. It's the second time I've mentioned it today on the podcast. You know, I'm, I'm sensing a thing. about it. <laughs> Let me just tell you, I know how to braid hair because I was a doll girl. I played with a lot of oh, dolls. You're welcome. Well, Everyone whose hair I've ever braided. If I confess <laughs> something, will you not make fun of me? <laughs> I can't make any promises. <laughs> I don't know how I got it. Okay. Or who gave it to me? You had an American Girl doll? I did not ask for it. It wasn't a girl doll. It was a boy doll. doll. An American boy. And he had a horse. (gasps) And I was... a horse boy. I was into horses. I love it. I was a horse girl too. And so like, (laughs) he rode the horse, I guess. And I'm extremely embarrassed to talk about it. No, no, I love it. Let's talk about our American Girl people. (laughs) I swear I had that and... 
I don't know. I, where did you get it? I love it. I think the Mall of America, the, maybe. The I don't, Mall of America. I just, American maybe, I don't know. Or maybe the, the there's an American Girl doll store in Chicago, too, so there that could have been. But, like, I just know that I'm pretty certain I had one, and his name was Jack, and he Jack, had a horse. Jack and his horse. And that's all I'll say about it, because I, I don't want to be ridiculed anymore. <laughs> what? Well, here, I'll, I'll give out some of my embarrassing American Girl Facts. I please, had seven. Seven. You had seven I had dolls. Seven. Now, what did all of those dolls do with each other? I don't. They, every. They. We've had so many games. Um, yeah. I. Uh, I just kept all my allowance money. I would save it up until I had my hundred dollars, and I could order my American Girl. And so I had like I had all the historic ones, and I had. Like, so you mean to tell me you saved up seven hundred dollars yes. worth to buy seven? Seven dolls. dolls. How much energy does it take to play with seven dolls? Because that so means you have much, to like well, move this one here, then move this right. one here, and move that one there, and then it's talk so to this one, movement. and then talk to that one, and then get that one tea. Because like, one of them might feel like they're left out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Hannah. Did you no. have other friends that played? I had so you? many. I had I had like four neighbor girls that would come oh, over, good. and we'd all play them together. Oh, good. I was worried but that it was just your dolls that no. you were friends with. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God I can talk to people today. <laughs> and not just dolls. <laughs> Inanimate objects. <laughs> yeah, it was always a good time because like you'd play with your friends, you could actually play with them. But then I would just sit and I like to dress them up, and I would pick out all their outfits, and then I'd undress them, new outfit, new hair, and then undress them, new outfit, new hair, and that was the game. Now, would you say that your sense of style today is because of the I American would say girls? Yes, a hundred percent. I learned how to put outfits together from American Girl. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Give it a and that concludes our American Girl um, <laughs> corner of the podcast. <laughs> I swear we won't talk about it Never anymore. Never again. Never again. Uh, Can we talk about Halloween costumes? Is it too early for that? <laughs> is it still September, right? Yeah. Uh, sure. Let's just talk okay, about it. Okay. I just have to talk about my recent... Uh, Halloween is my favorite holiday. I get started. I think for, I knew this. Yeah, I get started at Halloween on <clears throat> September first. Usually August is like pre-Halloween month. So you put Halloween co- like decorations up. Yes, like I have Halloween decorations up in my house right and now. And pumpkin season is right around the corner. Pumpkin season's right around the corner. Speaking of pumpkin season, I was at Starbucks yesterday and pumpkin I got the pumpkin spite. cold brew. The the foam with foam. Oh, so good, right? So good. It makes so much me, better than the pumpkin spice latte. Yes, it's I like the cold. I like the because, cold. Because so I asked the lady, mm-hmm. one of the baristas. Yeah. And I said, So what makes this so drink so popular? Because right. I've seen it a lot and it's so good. But yes. like how did it catch on? And she was like well, they created it because everyone loves iced coffee. Like, everyone yeah, talks about iced coffee. All the time. And everyone likes cold brew. Like, mm-hmm. that's a big thing right cold now. Cold brew is the thing. And everybody loves pumpkin spice. Put it all together. So they put it all together, and they made this the fantastic drink. The best drink in the whole world. That also looks cool. It looks so cute. It's very Instagrammable. Because, like, the foam, like, the foam seeps is, into the cold brew. And it's kind brew, of and orangey. It, like, and it, like, starts. Yeah, it is. It's And then, it like, you can see it, like, moving in the cold brew yeah. like like a ghost. Yeah. It's very cool. I like it a lot. It's Sponsor great. us, Starbucks. Everyone go buy a pumpkin spice cold brew. We are get, raking in the money. We really are. Sponsors. Listen to it. Wow. We got what? American Girl and <laughs> Starbucks and who did we call out earlier? Actually, um, uh, oh, uh, Spy House Coffee. Spy House Coffee. Can we Coffee. do a commercial later? Yes, Just a let's commercial. do a fake commercial. Uh, all right. Well, that was our planning section of the podcast. <laughs> You're uh, welcome. That was the inside look. <laughs> Back to October, Halloween. Back to Halloween. Okay, so I had my... I've been thinking about Halloween costumes since 
I say August, but really I've been thinking all year. I'm always thinking about a Halloween costume. And so I like had it narrowed down and I was like, I could be all these things. And then I was like, I'm going to be the girl from Big Comfy Couch. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, exactly. So Big Comfy Couch was a show that was on when we were very young. Um, and it was like this girl and she like would do 10 second tidy. Does that like ring a bell? Uh-uh. I'm going to bring up a picture for you. I'm also going to put this on the Instagram. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I was like the super cute. I had this great idea for the super cute costume. My internet just went out so I can't show Andrew the picture. <laughs> um and, but then I was like, okay, you need to do the general poll of, like, not like, hey, this is what I'm going to dress up like for Halloween, but the, like, hey, have you heard of Big Comfy Couch to all my friends so that I don't show up to the Halloween party and everyone's like, who are you, right? And I'm, I started asking around, and, like, there's, like, it, at my work, right, I'm a senior this year. I'm 22 years old. I was born in 97. Mm-hmm. Please don't steal my identity. Um <laughs> I had the same identity, so... Perfect, right? So, like, we're, I am probably, like, one of the oldest people at work, right? And then yeah. it, like, just goes down uh-huh. into, like, basically people who are my brother's age, who are, like, very much Gen Z, uh-huh. right? Which so, we are, too, technically, but, like... Yeah, but we're, like, on the top, top end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think we Big Comfy end, Couch yeah. was, like, on in, like, the 90s into, like, the early 2005, right? So, I was watching it from, like, 2000, 2005... As a preschooler, but all these kids who were born in 2000 weren't really watching no, it no, no. ever. But it was like this whole thing, and she like would sit on this couch, and I don't know. I had this great idea for costume, but no one knows what it is. So now I have to scrap my whole idea and get a new costume. Yeah, I think okay. So I recognize this lady, but right. What I'm gonna tell you based off of what I'm seeing right now, not a if you dress like that, people would just think that you were a homeless clown. Right, a homeless clown. <laughs> homeless clown is the first thing you're gonna see. So. Let's back to the drawing board on Halloween. I think back... Do you want to hear my other idea? Hold on. I just have one more comment to make. Yeah, let's hear it. I just saw how many emails are in your inbox, <laughs> and it is disturbing. 1,535. No, no, it's 15,535. 15,000 emails? <laughs> Unopened? Unopened. It's like I only open the ones that I need to read. I have a lot of spam. Like, I don't care about forestry. <laughs> How many emails from me have you not opened, Hannah? None. Look, they're all open. Uh-huh. Bam. Oh, just kidding. Ha, ha. <laughs> but look, uh, I opened most of them. Hmm. Even Three, some from class. Four. Hannah. <laughs> Sometimes it's, I don't, you know, you don't have to open them. <laughs> you just know what they mean. Interesting. I'll remember this. Let's take a poll. Are you either a Andrew, you check and open all your emails, or a Hannah, you have 15,000 unopened emails? <laughs> there are two types of people. They're the they zero really inbox the and zero. they're the, the 15,000. The 15,000. Um, let I, us know. Um, tweet at us. Tweet, yeah. Maybe just tell Comment us to our faces. On Instagram? Yeah, tell me to my face. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's so, say it to our faces. Say it to my face. <laughs> Actually, I have so many people, if I'm on my email at work, they'll stop and they'll be like, can we? Can I just delete them? And I was mm-hmm. like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if I need them? <laughs> oh, Hannah, do we need to talk about that some other time? Like, <laughs> what? You're, you're Am like, I a hoarder? You're, you're email hoarder. I'm an email hoarder. <laughs> Them. That would be a very strange episode of my of hoarding, hoarding yeah. right? Because are you technically hoarding? 
I think it's an so. internet hoard. You're digitally hoarding it. I'm a digital hoarder. <laughs> Hi, my name's Hannah, and I'm here because I'm a digital hoarder. I'm kind of a digital hoarder for pictures. I'm a digital hoarder. I think everyone should be a digital hoarder for pictures because, you know, one day you're going to be old. And yeah. you're going to want to look back on those pictures. <laughs> I agree. But, I agree. yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Uh, Andrew just gave me the gesture to keep, keep the conversation going, so... That's what I'm doing. I'm going to talk more about Halloween because they're my favorite things. Yeah, what do you like about Halloween so much other than costumes? Um, it's Number one is costumes. I was thinking about being Avril Lavigne because I was like, maybe I should like do um, Avril Lavigne like, in the movie. Not the movie, but it was like a movie to me when I was nine. It was uh, her like, he, hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend, right? And I want to dress up like Avril Lavigne and then I could put a pink streak <laughs> in my hair. Um, but then I was like talking to people about that too. And no one knows that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Avril Lavigne, like a skater boy. Like Avril Lavigne, like we think that she died and this twin girl replaced her. It's a conspiracy theory. Wait, so you want to be Avril Lavigne's twin sister. I'm going to be Avril Lavigne before the, the clone took her place. I'm going to be this Avril Lavigne <laughs> with the pink hair and the black eyeliner. Cause then I can relive my, like, I can use all my angst phase clothes. Um, okay. Oh, what was the music video? I think... Hey, hey, you, you. I think you could pull that off. Right? So really, all I really need is, like, some fishnets and a plaid skirt. And maybe? some long tube socks long with stripes. Long tube socks and heels. Like, that's <laughs> oh. the outfit. Tube was socks that, and heels. Was tube socks and heels the thing in Wasn't it? the 90s I mean, early 2000s? It had to have been, because look at her. She's just rocking it. It's kind of disturbing. It's you know, really I, disturbing. I think that's my buzzword today, disturbing. Disturbing. I don't know why. We're disturbed. Well, well I think now might be a good time to take a break. And, and hear, hear from, from our, our sponsors. sponsors. <laughs> This podcast episode is sponsored by Starbucks Coffee Company. Starbucks Coffee Company is rolling out all its fall beverages with classics like the pumpkin spice latte and new favorites like the pumpkin cream cold brew. Starbucks pumpkin cream cold brew is made with Starbucks cold brew coffee sweetened with a vanilla syrup and topped with pumpkin cream cold foam with a light dusting of pumpkin spice topping for that fall favorite feel. That's right, folks. Watch as that pumpkin cream cascades into the cold brew, as if it's a spirit of a long-lost pet. That's right, Haley. I'm talking about your hamster Oreo that's buried in a box that we dug up freshman year. Go to your local Starbucks today and ask for a pumpkin cream cold brew in honor of Oreo the dead hamster. You can use promo code OREO to save 10%. That's right. Promo code O-R-E-O. Do it for Oreo. Do it for Oreo and his evocative spirit. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh. Wasn't that just such a good break, Hannah? What a nice, refreshing break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I sure loved that. I sure loved hearing about some escapades that you had in your uh, freshman year. You know what? High school early on was an interesting experience for me and my friends. I will say that freshman and sophomore year, um, when we could drive... After you just hung out in the graveyard, right? No, Friday nights after football games, we okay. would go to our, my friend's house. Okay. My friend Haley. And we would go to her house, and we would watch... <laughs> we would watch That's a Raven yes! DVDs. Yes! I 
can't tell you why. Right after the football game, you got all amped up. Ready for That's a Raven. And I don't understand why we did it, but like we didn't want to go to Steak and Shake, which is where all the cool kids went, right. and we just weren't ready for that because all the old kids were like, Egh. yeah, you were you were young, you didn't yeah. want to get in on that. And no so one to be made we stayed at her place, and we actually did these like web shows every oh, once in a while I love too. It. And like we a would YouTube like YouTube. No, well, kind of, but like we would like there was this app, what, website where you could like broadcast live, and people could like <gasps> catch stream out stream. Like the, was it like the cam chat? Kind of, not okay. Omegle. Okay. No, I, something like that. Yeah, it was yeah. like it was like actual web show. Oh, could, okay. And so we would host those. And I like, love that. But like, also, <laughs> we decided to dig up my a dead friend. body. Apparently, so my friend Haley, she said, "Well, we have a hamster buried in the backyard," and she swore that if I ever dug it up, she would get really upset. But we dug it up anyways. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> Did we dug Haley it up. Give your blessing. I don't think so. Well, eventually she did. There were a lot of things that we did sophomore year that... Oh, uh, there was also a red short-haired wig that went around. I love it. I have um, a wig. I should bring it and use it in the next episode because mm-hmm. there's totally visual aids in this podcasting business. Wear the wig. Feel like someone different. Right. It's fun. Um, but yeah, there were some escapades, you know, in high school, but who didn't right. have escapades? No one. Everyone had escapades. <clears throat> I liked hearing about... I'm, <laughs> I'm just like looking at the notes that I started taking so that I know what to, images to put on the star... Or not the Starbucks. On the Instagram. Uh, Starbucks did not pay us that Starbucks much. Starbucks did not pay us any money. <laughs> and it took us like five takes to get through that without dying laughing. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, what else was I going to put a picture of? Big comfy couch. Spy house coffee. <laughs> it's yeah. planning corner. Uh, okay. Well, I think now we're ready to move on. Yeah, I think now we're ready for our um, professional side of the podcast. Um, the side you all came for. The side you came for, the substance side, for all of you that like substance and material abuse. About the environment. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, okay. I'm going to ah! let Hannah take the reins on this because I don't know very much about it. I don't know very much about this either, you oh, guys. Oh, good. <laughs> so, get ready for a wild ride. Um, we're going to kind of just do like eclectic corner today when it comes to... Um, our topic um and this topic i originally found because i follow shailene woodley's instagram uh you may know her from the abc classic boss fosters and fault in our stars actress and climate activist she's a climate activist yeah she was like she was up in uh standing rock when they were doing all the pipeline stuff gotcha um but so she posted this on her instagram and i thought that it was fake (laughs) i was like you got being boozled um but actually it actually happened um so uh we uh speaking of environmental uh topics eventually the group greenpeace is gonna come up um which, you know, I have mixed feelings about them. I think everyone does. Because, yes, like, we support the climate and sustainability, but, but also it's a little kooky. Is that politically correct? I'd say so. Okay. Also, I just got confirmation that Oreo was indeed not the name of the hamster Damn that it. died. What was its name? 
Um, Izzy? Izzy. Um, well, we can't go re-record. We already told Starbucks the promo code, so, so you're going to have to use Oreo. That's the only one that will get you the discount. <laughs> yes. Oh, and... <laughs> uh, so I apologize to everyone that's confused. Right. Um, for mis... mis- Misinterpreting. Um, okay, yeah. So I guess, I don't know if you don't know what Greenpeace is. I just Googled it, and right off their website, Greenpeace is... A like a nonprofit climate advocacy group, um, and they are fighting for a greener, healthier world for our oceans, forest, food, climate, and democracy. No matter what forces stand in our way, um, and right on their front page, you can donate. You can sign their demand for the Green New Deal. Um, so it's it's basically a climate advocacy group, right? Yeah. Um, the real interesting thing I think is. The um the antics that they got up to this past week, um, and I say past week, but I think it was like maybe last week, um, into this week, but there were a group of activists who decided that um they were going to protest um the fossil fuel industry basically right. okay um <clears throat> and to do that they went over to this bridge uh-huh. it's the um let me see. The Houston, it's a bridge over the Houston Ship Channel. And for those of you who don't know, the Houston Ship Channel is where, um, it's like a major, they call it like a fossil fuels thoroughfare because it's where all these ships go and transfer, mm-hmm. transport mm-hmm. Um, fossil fuels, right? Um, so these Greenpeace activists went up on the bridge, set up a repelling set, and repelled off the bridge low enough so that the ships could not pass underneath the bridge without hitting or knocking them off and severely injuring these activists in order to protest the shipment, transportation, and use of fossil fuels. <laughs> now, I feel like you already know my view on this. That's kind of dangerous. Right, and not very <clears throat> safe. Or intelligent. Or My thoughts anything. are like, and is I'm, it really going to stop those Right. No, not really. And I think it's interesting, too, because and it definitely was, I feel like it was more of a, as far, I mean, yes, we can call it action because they were taking action, but it was more of like a, like a sparking conversation type of thing because they, they hung up these big flags where they were and where they were repelled off to, um, and they basically are just like hanging off this bridge and i i don't know in some of the comments on the instagram post that i was looking at people were commenting that um like it had caused a few car accidents because people were like watching that instead of the road which yeah is like it's not the safest um and maybe not the best this was in houston texas just in case um i forgot to say that earlier um but I'll try and post this video that um, someone put on Twitter. But it's basically just these people hanging off this bridge. And I'm going to be honest, like, from the video, it doesn't look like they're low enough for the ship to hit that. I think a ship could easily go underneath that. Yeah. So and it like, was... Also, that's just so... Ah. That's so dumb. And, like, you can see the police cars lined up trying to get them off, right? You know and what it's bothers just like, me about this? Yeah. Police officers and fire department, like, firemen are going to have to, like, risk their lives to get those people off of there. Right. And it's also, like, that's, like, a diversion of resources. Like, if there was a fire in the city, now you have, like, two things, right, that people are contending with. I don't know. I, uh, right? I don't know. Because it's hard, it's hard for us to sit here and be, like, that was, like, 
a smart move. Yeah. Because it helped the climate. It, like, yes, it helped raise, raise awareness and stuff. I suppose. But I wouldn't have been aware of it if it wasn't on this lady's Instagram. Right. And I just looked it up now. Mm-hmm. So obviously it didn't get that much press. So it's almost like a, like an attention call. And I feel like so much more could be done in different, like that you could invest right. time, money, and resources well, in. And that's actually like, not like crazy. How in history have, like in what ways have protests been successful i feel like peaceful protest like yeah. like solidified like large groups which leads us to something that's going to yes. be happening this friday this friday so you <clears throat> hopefully you're listening to this right when it releases so that you get this info um because it's today they're doing a climate strike globally um so that's kind of our little second thing that we're going to talk about so instead of repelling yourself off a bridge and facing uh, bodily harm. Um, yes. Instead, you can peaceful <laughs> protest this Friday. Um, <clears throat> globally, they're doing a global climate strike. So it's basically like, I don't know exactly who set this up, um, but it's it's a global event that people are planning on walking out of their workplace and homes and basically just doing like a protest, like gathering and talking uh-huh. and you know, spreading ideals, sparking discussion, right? People are going to talk about it. Everyone's going to do it. Um, and so they're, the, what they're saying is it is uh, millions of people around the world will walk out of our workplaces and homes to join youth climate strikers on the streets and demand an end to the age of fossil fuels, corporate pollution, and environmental destruction. Our house is on fire. Let's act like it. We demand climate justice for everyone. So it's basically a way to protest without... Repelling yourself off a bridge. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, if you if you feel like the environment's something that you care about and, like, global climate change is something that you think we need to be talking about, making policy about, I would invite you to attend some of these strikes. I'm going to give out um, the one for Des Moines and the one for Ames. Yep. Um, if you're not local, I'm sure if you just Google the global climate strike, um, you can, probably you find, can it. find information for the one near you. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one going on in Des Moines is going to be on September 20th at 10 a.m. Um, and, and it will end at 2 p.m. So that's this Friday. Um, and that one is going to be located on 1007 East Grand Avenue in Des Moines. Um, so that's I mean, everyone knows Grand, hopefully. Um, And the people who are putting it on are called Fridays for Future. So just to try and give them some credit. Um, And so that's the one going on in Des Moines. If you're local to where we are um, in Ames, they're doing a similar event at um, the City Hall Plaza. Um, The address for that is 515 Clark Avenue, Ames, Iowa, uh, 50010. Yeah. Um, and that is on Friday, but instead of 10 to 2, there starts at 3 o'clock, and I think it goes until 5. Um, their little thing says, join several climate advocacy groups in Ames to show support for progressive climate change, or excuse me, progressive climate policy locally, nationally, and globally. Any and everyone is invited to attend. And what time is that again? Um, this one is from 3 o'clock to 5. Okay. So if you're not doing anything or you want to skip class, you can email your yeah. professor and say this is something that I really, really care about and I'm yeah. going to go uh, advocate for and start some discussion and, you know, maybe plug a couple podcasts that you listen to. <laughs> hey, I think oh. the main thing that we want to encourage is just like whether you c- completely believe in everything that right. people are preaching, like let's have dialogue about it. Let's talk about it. Let's discuss. in this way is going to like hopefully 
like help that move and open forward. up that dialogue. And yeah, I, I think like that's the best way that at least in America we're going to get things done is by talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Especially um, like when our current administration isn't really like looking at it. If like they, yeah. if the policymakers and your local politicians are seeing that like people are going out and this is what they care about, the way that the government is set up is that. Your representative technically is supposed to advocate for the general, like, um, ideas and, you know, um, I don't know, moral values, right, yeah. of their constituency. And, like, we, not to get into politics, but it doesn't always happen. But always in happen. an ideal system, you have to tell your representative what you're thinking in order to help get exactly. that change started. Exactly. I, and I think, like, it doesn't always happen, but there are instances, like, we're just talking has made things better. Right, right. And I, I am definitely an optimist, but I see that there's still hope in yeah. like having conversation and getting things done. Getting yeah. things done. I'm even gonna say even <laughs> if like your like representative maybe doesn't have like a favorable attitude towards climate policy or um it doesn't have like a, a record where they were supporting it, still like write in even if you can't go to the strike or whatever, write in and like let them know that that's something that you care about. And talk about like why maybe it impacts you. Right. And how it impacts you and you as a voter and like I don't know. I mean <clears throat> I it's just Ideally, in an ideal world, the system's set up that the representative represents the people, and if you're telling them what you think, at least they know what you think, yeah. regardless of what they do to it. I'm going to keep clicking my pen. That's fine. I think that's kind of, like, where we want to end with a serious note. Though, yeah. Right? I think... It was a fun episode. Yeah, We had was. a good time. I do have a small anecdote. To, I like, want to hear the it. Night, in, yes. the, in the day. Um, so I was just talking to my friend Haley that has the dead hamster. Loves dead hamster. pet graveyard in their backyard, right? Pet cemetery. (laughs) It's basically a pet cemetery because she reminded me that I have a pet that's buried in her backyard as well. What? What pet do you have in her backyard? It was a baby chick (gasps) named Leon. Leon. That had a lean. (laughs) His name was Leon. he had like a a bad leg and he wasn't going to make it. And he passed away and so buried him in her backyard. (laughs) During high school. So, Oreo doesn't exist, which is fun. (laughs) But it was a great bit, guys. It was a great Uh, bit. But there are, like, several gerbils, hamsters, and a dead baby chick buried in her backyard. All the things. I think that is hilarious. All the things you could want in the world. So, go get that cold brew. And And dig up the pet graveyard in your backyard. You'll never know what you're going to (laughs) find. You know what? You never know. It's the treasure hunt. And the treasure is bones. (laughs) (laughs) Spooky Halloween. Thanks for listening, guys. We had a great time. I'm Hannah. And I'm Andrew. (laughs) This has been No Apologies, the podcast. Bye. Bye.